uh, I think of the product as the same when I left it. I, I think wrestling could be so much better. It could be so much more. You know, obviously there's a reason myself, yourself, everybody who puts on a pair of boots fell in love with professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I just think, uh, regardless of what I think of the product now, the opinion is the same as when I was there. Like stuff's overproduced. Um, stuff's micromanaged. I think the best characters, the people that the fans love the most throughout all of wrestling are the characters that they get to figure stuff out themselves instead of being told what to do by somebody who maybe never done anything or never been anywhere and never drew money, brother. (laughs) So I I think there's a lot wrong with it, but I see a lot of bright spots. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present this podcast to you in all its glory. They are the bearded wonders, the twin sons from different mothers. He is Blake. He is Sal. And together they are the Blake and Sal Show. And if you're not okay with that, I have two words for you. Sal Show, episode number 293. I'm Blake, let me bring on my co-host. First of all, the biggest heel in podcasting and the man who knows where Hoff is buried. Sal, how you doing? Uh, I, I think a ghost has been beating me up while I sleep, but I'm okay. <laughs> what? Hey, what? <laughs> how did I, have this, I have this mysterious bruise on my arm and then I have a cut on my finger. I'm like, where the hell is this coming? <laughs> Um, Mark is uh, running a little late today. He, we, we, we have some furniture moving around around this house today, so he's running a little late. <laughs> He'll be here in a little while. Um, he's playing with furniture. Play, literally playing with furniture. It, it, it has been one of those days. It really has been around here. Uh, <laughs> um, before we get into our normal um, plugs here, we have a special guest in line. And Sal. We do. Sal, here's the fun part. I haven't had to find new theme music for a new guest in a long, long time. <laughs> I know this is exciting. I'm, I'm waiting to know what it is. Yes. From Kaylee Media, Kyle Crane. Kyle, how you doing? Hey, I was almost excited you were going to introduce me as Kyle O'Reilly there for a second, and I uh, <laughs> got a little excited about that. But uh, hey, I'm great. I'm glad to be here. Glad to come back to the show. Had a wonderful time last time, and look at some uh, pre-Thanksgiving wrestling discussions. So. I know. 
though. I, 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 I was sitting here yesterday trying to get some... I was home sick for a couple days, so I was sitting here trying to figure out what box music could I... I think I would want to use Dimitri and Eric music for somebody. Oh, like, it was perfect. It's an honor. It's an honor. Thank you. So, well, that's that. Uh, oh, it's uh, great. The, the, the guitar part is funny. Go ahead. Good, good. Guitar part is funny. Go. Oh yeah, the guitar part's so funny because it's just two notes hammered over and over and over again, but it works so well. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, it really is fun. So Sal, we should we should get started here. Help support the show and find all the platforms you can find the show and other projects we're working on. Pretty much are under the same banner now because now things work. At the newly revamped the Blake and Sal show. Yes, and you can buy our shirts, stickers, hoodies, uh, Christmas wrapping paper, and more. <laughs> From our Tee Public store, just click on the Tee Public link on our website, or go to tpublic.com for the link and sell show. Not all items actually available. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and normally, Sal, this is where I'd throw it to the um, dated Milwaukee um, blog, mom's blog um, clip. They don't, me, yeah, me. they don't exist anymore. But here's the thing. Exactly. They rebranded, so now it's completely obsolete. So I'm not playing it this week. Come December, we'll have a new one. So I'm not going to do it today. But go to Milwaukee Mom. That's a, that's the newly branded thing that Mandy's with. So there you go, Milwaukee Mom. And so it's I'll the same be, thing, just a different name? It's the same exact thing that it's rebranded. They have a podcast now attached to it. It's the whole thing. Wow. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. I'm actually subscribed to the podcast. I want to hear that because apparently they're interviewing the mom, the part of the blog. I want to hear the show. I'm actually really interested. So, um, and here's the crazy part. Last week we did all the announcements and everything else. We were changing everything. I, for- I somehow had a brain fart about. I forgot to tell everybody to vote for the 2019 Blake Sal Show Awards. <laughs> Completely forgot. <laughs> um, the link you can get the link right now in the description for this show. And um, over at the BlakeAndSalShow.com. And people, you can vote more than once a day. You can go and vote yeah, more. Yeah, like Scotty. Getting this. Well, Scotty doesn't seem to give a shit this year. So, uh, <laughs> the man who used to vote for himself 200 times doesn't seem to give a shit this year. So, <laughs> uh, so that's that. Um, if, if you were following my social media for the last, like, four days, you this past week, you got to see all the places I was. Because <laughs> somehow I ended up on three podcasts in four days that I didn't have anything to do with. So um, <laughs> I'm not even sure how that happened. But I was over on the deep dive on the PW Torch on Saturday night. Uh, I was the second half of the show. The first half of the show with Jake Farnett from Pro Wrestling.net. And the second half was me. So that was fun. Um, and then on Monday morning, I was over on the Next Scene podcast talking about Home Alone on part three of their series. And then on Tuesday, I was on Bare Deck and ABCs talking about the song for, uh, talking about the show, go, the song Go Home. So I was all over the place this last week. You were. Yes. So very, very busy. And I'll take this opportunity. Kyle, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you? Yeah, if you are into the Movies by Minute podcast format, um, I have done a few of those. You can check us out at Pele Media Group for Ghostbusters Minute, Jurassic Park Minute, uh, Goonies Minute, and recently we just wrapped up Hocus Pocus Minute. Uh, and then occasionally I make appearances here on the Blake and Sal show. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll have to make this more often. So, we'll have to make this more often. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, actually, I will say right here, I really, really enjoyed Hocus Pocus Minute. I really enjoyed oh, the show. You. And um, for those people who now have Disney Plus, you can watch the movie and then go listen to his show. So there you go. Absolutely, in in stunning 4K as well. Yeah, Bette Midler really pops on the screen in 4K. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, what's funny about it is that um, the Rocketeer, I know I was talking to Jim O'Kane, and he said the Rocketeer made it, it, it exploded because like Disney Plus on um, the, on the, in the, um, the Apple store, the, the store, mm-hmm. they actually promoted the Rocketeer as one of the hidden feature movies you should go watch. So that happened, and then the Rocketeer made it exploded popularity again. Oh, wow. Wow. Nice. Hopefully we'll get some of that kickback too. Yeah. I know. It was pretty cool. I'm like, wow. Um, I'm going to take an opportunity to plug something. And next week, we're not going to have a Blink and Sal show next week. We're taking Thanksgiving off. Just being completely honest. We're taking the week off Yay. next week. It's also Dad's birthday. Thanksgiving Day is actually Dad's birthday. So, nice. So we're taking the week off. But I'm not. I'm taking the week off recording. But my court is that my episodes are already up. They're going to be already going up. On Friday next week, I have two special interview shows going up. Um, over on the Five Mighty Ducks, I have... Um, Oh, yeah, I forgot his name now. I'll, I'll do that in a second. Um, Boy with Hedricast, I have Jeff McCracken. I just interviewed him this morning, and we talked over an hour. It was one of those interviews that I lost track of the time. <laughs> I got completely yeah. lost track of time. And um, he's the, one of the producers of the Boy Meets World. And it was really a lot of fun. It was nice. one of the more fun interviews I've had cool. in a long, long time. And the, um, the, you know, the, the D5 interview is going to be Matt Dougherty, who played Averman in the movies. And that's going up next Friday. So two big interviews over there, and that's your Thanksgiving treat to everybody out there. You can go listen to those instead of listening <laughs> to this show. All right. Um, Sal, oh, wait, wait, one more thing. I forgot because you said this done before the show. It, it, the weather has been chaotic here. It's not snowing for once, which is nice. That's nice for a change. <laughs> but I'm looking outside right now, and just as we are about to call you guys, the, 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 it started picking up out there. So, Sal, you, you, I think you know where this is going. Kyle has no idea where this so. is going. Kyle has no <laughs> idea where this is going. That's, that's the best part of having somebody new on this show. I have no clue what the bits are. Uh, <laughs> but if we have any technical problems, any issues, besides Dad running late, I, I, we, 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 you know what? Blame, blame, this is for, for Dad being late. We'll, we'll use this for that, too. Blame it on the rain that was falling, falling. Blame it on the stars that didn't shine that night. Whatever you do, don't put the blame on you. Blame it on the rain, yeah, yeah. All right, Sal. <laughs> The joke always makes you laugh every time. Um, <laughs> Sal, <laughs> yesterday, I, I swear, this is supposed to be a fully wrestling-based show. But then, I get an alert on my phone. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> Something big just happened in the NHL world. And I, and this is like an hour before you texted me, Sal. Like, Sal's going to text me, and I know exactly where he's going to go. <laughs> was going. So, Sal, why don't you tell everybody this big news that happened in the NHL yesterday, and then you can rant. Go. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs fired head coach Mike Babcock. Uh, Mike Babcock. Which, I'm not going to lie, that surprised me. It <laughs> really did surprise me. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and by the way, I believe I have it right here. They're in 9, 10, and 4 to start the season. So, there you go. That's better than the Devils. That's <laughs> better than the Devils. So go ahead, Sal. Um, okay, so why why can't we fire our head coach? We're doing worse. <laughs> We've been doing worse. We have three number one draft picks, and we're still sucking. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 
What's funny is we got rid of Corey. Corey's now at – mother, he cleared waivers. <laughs> He's now in pain. How sad is that? Well, <laughs> who's going to pay $6 million a year for a fucking backup? How sad is that? That Corey Leonard, the guy that was like, we traded a first-round pick for. He was supposed to be Marty's replacement, and now he's in the minors yeah. six years later. Look, what's happening? This is officially, um, this is officially, um, damn, why am I having trouble with names right now? Help me. Uh, um, um. Goaltender. Are you talking about the new goalies? Our goaltender. Our, our, um, uh, Blackwood. Blackwood, thank you. Blackwood is officially our, 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 our goaltender, which is crazy. Absolutely crazy. But I don't know. This has been one of the stranger two months to a start to a season I've seen in a long, long time. Yes. Uh, so and, hope, and, and hopefully with another coach firing soon. Yeah, hopefully. And it's just funny. We've got that stat that Hines is now the fifth longest reign in the NHL. <laughs> and that's pathetic. That's pathetic. How did that happen? How did that happen? <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. Some, he need, uh, uh, ugh, don't get me started. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 Kyle. This has been a this has been a running thing on this show that we've been trying to figure out what the fuck's going on with the Devils. Like, oh. <laughs> so, oh, I'll tell a quick story before we get into things. Sal, you'll love this one. So, Nanny put this on Facebook, so I'll tell this story. Um, so I was not, I she had school on off school Monday for some weird stupid reason, and um, I was at work and. He comes up to Mandy he, uh, to set people up. CJ is a huge fan of The Flash. Like a massive fan of The Flash. I got mm. him into the show and he's a huge fan of it. He runs up to Mandy and says, I found this video of The Flash singing. And I'm like, <laughs> and Mandy texted me this. Sorry. And I'm like, well, uh, but funny part is, in the back of my head, oh, I guess he found the, the, the video from the Supergirl Flash crossover musical episode that happened a couple of years ago. No. <laughs> that was the first thing I thought of. But no, that's not what happened. He found a video of Grand Gustin singing Smooth Criminal. And I'm like, Oh. Hey, hmm. Now, what? this is one thing people don't realize. Grand Gustin was in Glee. Oh, okay. <laughs> so there was a video of Grand Gustin and Naya Rivera singing <laughs> Smooth Criminal on Glee. <laughs> <laughs> no, I forgot about that. Yeah, that he found. He was like the Uber heel on that show for like a year. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so he got he freaked out. He was so excited. So now he wants to watch Glee. I'm so happy. I'm so happy about When worlds collide. <laughs> I'm so ecstatic he wants to watch Glee. Like he went to take a shower yesterday. He's like, how about the songs from Glee? Like, Did you just say that? <laughs> <laughs> so, so the the, 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 the Gleek in me is ecstatic I get to bring the show back. I'm very happy about this. Yay. So I just wanted to share that story. <laughs> it, was, it was it made my week. It really did. <laughs> so all right, Sal. I took your advice and I shortened our uh, wrestling intro. Oh, you did? Yeah, about twenty seconds it's shorter too. Oh. Oh so, wow. <laughs> well I cut a few things out and just kind of I haven't edited anything new in. I just kinda of kept the fun stuff in and cut out the crap you've been complaining about for the last month. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. It's so very confident it's your book player to come on here and say a thing or two. Apparently, you all deserve this. Under the sea. Under the sea. Oh, what a rush. Oh, what a rush. It's me. But don't worry, you could have seen the commando. And that's the bottom line. 
A lot shorter. <laughs> Is that better? Yes, thank you. Good. <laughs> Let's go to the news, Sal. Go for it. <laughs> See, that's here in spirit. Um, <laughs> uh, AEW announced uh, that they will be having AEW Dynamite Bash at the Beach at the University of Miami on January 15th, uh, and then they'll do a show... Uh, from the Chris Jericho Rock and Wrestling Ranger at Sea on the 22nd. Yeah, this is exciting. I'm not going to lie. This is actually really, really exciting that they're doing these like special theme shows. I also find it crazy yeah. that Bash at the Beach was available. <laughs> I know. So was I. I'm not going to lie. Kyle, yeah, what are your it, thoughts on this? So I, I as well, I, you know, some of those old WCW uh, pay-per-views are some of my favorites, specifically Halloween Havoc and Starcade, you know. Um, but it's it's really weird that I loved when I first saw that they were doing Bash at the Beach. I loved it, and I especially love the fact they're using that. I think Joey Janela's uh, Spring Break graphic design, kind of for the for the logo. I was like, I get into this vaporwave aesthetic a lot, so this is really cool. Um, but then I saw that uh, Tony Khan had posted that this is part of, I guess, uh, sounds like Cody got drunk and went on a uh, a, a trademark registering vendor yes, one night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, as you do. As you do. Yeah. Well, I imagine whenever he got up and started, you know, announcing, hey, we're going to have a match beyond. We're going to have a match beyond. It's like, you know, War Game does kind of roll off the tongue a little bit better, so maybe we can see what we can lock down. So hopefully this is the beginning of them uh, capturing a lot of those uh, trademarks that are not uh, that have been expired, or you know, there's some uh, conflict over, and kind of uh, using those over again because um, there's some real great history with a few of those uh, from the WCW lexicon. So I, I was ex very excited when I saw that this was going to be the case. Yeah, I, I'm also excited for the. I was curious because I knew that the uh, Rock and Ranger, Rock and Wrestling at Sea thing was happening. Mm -hmm. I'm like, how the hell are they going to do a show from the boat? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if there's even some choppy seas, you could, you know, have a guy break an ankle pretty easily. You I, know? Mean, I know last year they did like a shitload of wrestling on the boat mm -hmm. last year, and they're all yeah. over on like, BTE from last year. That was the weird like um, one where they're all in costume doing a Mario Brothers thing last year. That was weird. Yeah. Like <laughs> on the boat last year. So I'm curious how this is gonna work, but I'm excited. I'm really excited. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it definitely, you know, breaks the um, uh, monotony of just kind of uh, seeing a regular arena every week if you have something like this. And, you know, personally, I miss the old Club La Vila uh, spring break stuff that WCW would do once a year, you know, from uh, from Panama City, Florida. So this is maybe if they do this uh, rock and wrestling Rager at Sea thing, is this is like an annual thing that could maybe kind of take the place of that, too. I don't know. Well, this is the second annual rock and wrestling mm -hmm. Rager at Sea. And it last yeah. year it was sold out faster. This one's already sold out. So... <laughs> Hmm. Well, that's where Dad was confused because he thought this was like a nine-day thing. I'm like, no, this is the cruise. That's already sold out. This is the thing. It's already yeah. happening. Like, <laughs> yeah. happening no matter what. <laughs> so speaking of trademarks, Sal, go ahead. Um, oh, okay, this is weird. Uh, AEW trademarked the name Blood and Guts as a possible pay-per-view in early 2020. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> this happened. Okay, I read I, I this. Don't know like, about that one. Well, the funny part is, I read the headline. Like they took it. They took something that Vince McMahon called them and made it a new pay-per-view name. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> you know, if, if, if there's ever a good way to troll somebody, it's through the U.S. Patent Office. You know, just like, <laughs> to take take the law, invest a lot of money into it, and just like you know, twist the knife in your enemy. <laughs> Well, by the way, you you mentioned war games, and we'll talk about war games when we get to it later. But MLW, yeah. this is a funny story about trademarks and stuff that happened in the last couple of years. MLW bought the name War Games because it was expired, so they did a war game show, yeah. and then WWE had to buy it back from MLW. <laughs> oh, and then MLW did War Chamber, which is exactly the same as War Games. But yeah, that happened last year. Okay. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, let's continue on to another more more major announcements. So, uh, WWE announced uh, NXT UK Takeover Blackpool Two as if- on January twelfth. As if the names of the UK shows weren't long enough. What's attitude? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What's fun about this now? This is our first like big show after we get back from the Christmas break. That's right. It's our uh-huh. first show. So it's so exciting. I'm like, yay, we have, we have something on the schedule to talk about that day. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and it gives me reason to watch NXT UK again because I've been completely laxing on that show because there's, there's yeah. 15 television shows going on. I have a hard time watching everything. Uh, <laughs> um. So speaking of speaking of weird shit happening, this, is, this has been one of the weirdest weeks. So I had to move the story up yes. because it was such a weird situation that happened this week. I the I don't watch Power Power sorry Power live. <laughs> I watch it after the fact because it airs at five o five and I'm usually making dinner, so I don't really have the time to jump over there and turn in to watch the show live. So I watch it later in the evening usually. So I went to go watch Power on Tuesday. <laughs> and it wasn't there. And I was very confused. <laughs> and you get an alert, but the show was pulled. <laughs> so sad. You missed your chance. What uh-huh. the hell happened? <laughs> uh, Jim Cornette, a.k.a. Corny, resigned from NWA after controversial racist comments on this week's Power... What did he say? During the broadcast, uh, Corny said... Trevor Murdoch is the only person who... <laughs> I can't even read this with a straight face. He's the only person who can strap a bucket of fried chicken on his back and ride a motor scooter across Ethiopia. Trevor Murdoch can take care of himself. Jesus Christ. What the fuck? <laughs> I need to know, not only what the fuck, and you expect this from Cornette, but how the fuck did this make it through editing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There were there were there were several times for them to go ahead and and somebody to have the, uh, enough sense to look at this and be like, well, this isn't something a normal person says, you know, and like, you know, is this error? <laughs> Is our audience uh, going to react to this poorly? And just like you know, it, at least at least just cut the sound out, like the ten seconds of audio. You just cut that, no problem, right. you know. But this it's a real serious lapse of judgment on everybody uh, uh, down the assembly line for this thing to actually make it to air. So it's kind of like for all the shit they're getting over this, they did it to themselves, you know. Like uh, sure, Cornet should have resigned. That should have been apologized. The first thing. I th- 
think Aldous actually apologized before Cornette did. Um, but we need in, in NWA to their credit, they they did say, hey, we're going to have to fix this going forward so this doesn't happen. Some people need to be fired over this. This isn't the kind of slap on the wrist thing where you're just kind of like, hey, don't let this happen again. It's kind of like, hey, we have a diverse audience of people who are going to be watching this thing. We have kids and families that will be watching this kind of thing. Do you think that maybe this could come across as offensive to a very large portion, I'd say maybe 100% of their audience, uh, and just the lapse of judgment on Corrigan's shoulders and everybody else that this wasn't caught is just inexcusable. You know. Um, so I, I appreciate the fact that they say, hey, we're going to put the, the stops in place to make sure this kind of thing doesn't happen again. But in the first place, it's just... You know, we, we, we need an on-air address, I think, of this next week. You know, just like if Billy comes out Vince McMahon style after Benoit killed himself and said, hey, we're just here to entertain you, you know, let's move forward. Okay, fine, something like that, you know. Well, here's the problem. Their show is filmed all the way into the pay-per-view. So that's the problem they're having right now. This everything's filmed. So they have to edit something in yeah. to explain what the hell's going on. Because, like, you can't really address <laughs> yeah. it live until the pay-per-view. <laughs> So it's a weird situation yeah. they're stuck in the middle of for the next, like, three weeks because um, NWA Into the Fire isn't until December 14th, and the next TV taping is the next day. Sal, you were, you were in the middle. You were, you were getting the story as it went down. What are, you, what are your thoughts? Um, I, you know, like you said, it's how did it go through editing? How did it go through all the different channels that it needed to go through? And... Not one person stops to think, you know, is this actually something that's acceptable to put out there? You know what I mean? So, um, I, I don't know. I mean, my thought is, you know, it's close to Thanksgiving. Why did it have to be chicken? Why couldn't it be turkey? You know? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, technically, technically, some people don't have turkey on Thanksgiving. So, there you go. <laughs> oh well, you know, I guess you know. Okay. <laughs> Although I'm hearing a door down there, I think Dad will be up here in a minute. Um, <laughs> Does he not have a key to his own house? No, I hear the door opening downstairs. Oh, the door oh opening. Okay. Can I have the window open up here? I can hear the door opening downstairs. So that's why. Got it. <laughs> so anyway, or you're being broken into. You know, one of the, one of the two. So that's a whole different problem. We have, our dogs, <laughs> our dogs are not the best guard dogs, so that wouldn't surprise me. Um, anyway, <laughs> let's move on to another. What the fuck is going on? Story. Uh, Jordan Miles stated on Twitter in a in a crazy rant that he quit WWE after that whole stupid shirt controversy thing. And by the way, this sounds kind of legit because I I got a I got I was going through some stuff this morning and he's already announcing matches as ACH. <laughs> so, oh wow, he's already booking. So um, Kyle, what are your thoughts? Yes. Um, I mean, you know, good on him to put his foot down uh, when he could. I know there's a lot going on that, that WWE claims that they showed him the shirt, you know, and he signed off on it, and then there was some controversy. Maybe it was on a, uh, like, a gray background or something like that, and maybe, maybe it didn't, the connotation of it didn't pop as much. Um, and at first I was very much like, yeah, you know, you walk away. This is unacceptable. And if you are, if their response is kind of like, hey, you're okay with it or whatever, I, I fully uh, endorse him as an independent contractor to say, we're done here. I'm walking away from this. This is unacceptable. Acceptable, um, but when he started calling, uh, you know, uh, Jay White, it was Jay White, right? Jay Lethal, Jay Lethal, Jay, Jay Lethal. Excuse me. The show, Jay Lethal. Yes, Jay Lethal. Uh, love his work. Um, uh, you know, kind of like calling him an Uncle Tom and stuff like that. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, can't you just have this between you and the company you're with previously? I understand. I don't want to make any sort of assumptions for his mental state having to go through all this kind of stuff. But there was some. Uh, some kind of knee-jerk stuff going on there, but uh, you know, if he's if he's already out there announcing independent dates and stuff like that, then yeah, it sounds like 
I mean, I hope he's doing this and he's not going to all of a sudden get slapped with a lawsuit by WWE because this thing is just going to get more nasty as he goes forward, I think. Yeah, because as I woke up this morning, it popped up on my Instagram that he was him on his page with announcing matches as ACH. I'm like, mm. well, that was fast. <laughs> that was yeah, quick. Yeah. Like, I didn't expect that so fast. <laughs> um, Sal, your thoughts? Um, I mean, I understand his anger and rage. I, I don't necessarily agree with the rants that he had to put out. Um, I think that could have been handled a little bit better, but, I mean, it is what it is. True. All right, I, I'm literally stalling. Hopefully, Dad can get up here before we read the next story, because this is important for him. But I'm oh, telling you, they're me. stealing the good china from the kitchen. We have the good <laughs> china to steal. We have the good china. So that would be funny, because like, both of our stuff is paper. So why the hell would you steal it? Like, <laughs> why would you steal it? You can get it from the dollar store. Like, <laughs> now, he's, he's talking about the limited edition Joni Lauer figure that you have behind glass downstairs. You know, that's the good, the good hey, china. Oh, oh. <laughs> All my all my limited edition stuff is up here at my desk. So, uh, <laughs> so and um, I believe we stalled enough. Here he is. He's finally making his way up the stairs. Hey. We, we have stalled enough. I, I really didn't want to get to an MLW story until <laughs> Dad was actually in here. So there you go. <laughs> so, so uh, while, while Dad's sitting down, why don't you um tell us our next story? Did, is he? Did he bring up his lunch and his uh? No, his not diet this time. Coke? Was, oh, wait, what's this? What's this? Up. Um, welcome to the show, the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Dad. How you doing? Oh, wonderful day. Run around. We're trying to get a rental van to move our old furniture, and you think it would be easy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> that's what she said. Yes. <laughs> well, well Dad, Dad, as we as we said earlier in the show, if you're if you're going to do anything, because if you're going to do anything. Sorry, I had to do it. Um, Not only do I blame it on the rain, but I blame it on the city. Because to get rid of the stuff, they charged me $20. Oh, seriously? They charged you to get rid of that shit? Yeah. (laughs) Really? That big fucking couch didn't even work that much. They called the self-help lot. The city should call it, uh, please take my wallet lot. Okay. Well, let's continue on, Sal. We're, We're still in the middle of the news. Sal, go back to the MLW story. That was the next thing. Go. Uh, yeah, Jacob Fratu signed a long-term, multi-year contract with MLW. This is a big Ooh. deal. This is a very big deal. They were they were worried. ML, for those who don't know, Jacob Fratu part of the Samoan dynasty, and um, a lot of people were worried yes. that when his contract came up, he was going to leave MLW. He is currently the world champion. He's still undefeated in singles matches. It's a very big deal, but he signed a long-term deal, which is a very big surprise. I'm glad MLW locked him in because I'm sure that he probably would have went to uh, – WWE Performance Center because of the, the heritage. So, so, yeah, being Fat Two's kid. This is a very big deal. I'm happy for him. We, we, we met him back at our, our show back in well, Waukesha earlier he's, in the year. He's he, great. If you go back to um, our Fury Road show, he'd be interviewed him, actually, which was really cool. Really good guy. Really, really great guy, actually. Very nice. Very, very personable. I mean, when he's not in character, he's very personable. And when he's in character, he scares the living shit out yeah. of you. <laughs> for a man that large, he shouldn't be that <laughs> agile. So, um, Kyle, do you watch MLW? I do not. I'm not very familiar with uh, Jacob Fatu's work, unfortunately. But uh, I've yeah, looked at some pictures of him online, and I love the gimmick. Yeah. yeah he, he, he's, he's the best case. He's, he's, he's what Umaga was that you did add, add more of an MMA style to his act. Yeah. It's exactly what it is. Oh, love it. 
Love it. I'm gonna have to look up some of his stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. If, I you, mean... if you're gonna watch anything, I suggest going back to Jacob Fatu, Tom Lawler, the title match where Fatu won the title. Oh yeah, that was phenomenal. Okay. That was phenomenal. I mean, I'll write for that down. a man that large, he moves like a middleweight. So, okay. Oh wow. So, and you guys think this is basically like gonna be MLW's like top star going forward? Oh, he is their top oh, yeah. star. He is their top star. They yeah. they know okay. that he's progressing. And he's getting the audience behind him. He's got a little bit of a fan base. And it's they wanna... funny because Contra Unit is supposed to be a heel, but he's so right. beloved. Loved. They won't. No one will boo him. <laughs> like it's, it's impossible. It's a heat. It's and, amazing. And, and, and since MOW has locked him down, that means at least for now, you know, you don't have to about him worrying going to WWE Performance Center or AEW. Or AEW is not as big of a problem as going to WWE because look, uh, MJF and Jimmy and Jimmy Havoc. And it looks like the Stronghearts are now doing something with MLW. Like, it, it is possible to work with both companies. So, let's just be honest. Well, yeah, as, as long as you get the permission to clearance. And... Exactly. All right. Um, Sal, go ahead. Uh, Ember Moon uh, announced on WWE Backstage that she is out indefinitely with a left Achilles tendon tear. Hmm. Ooh, she was wearing that, a boot. Is, she was wearing a boot on um, backstage that, um, this week. So. That is she just came piece. back from injury, though. Like, I know. really? Yeah. Well, didn't she just come back from a concussion? Something like that. But yeah, she had the boot on. And it was the first thing they talked about on backstage this week. Yeah, I mean, that's a very painful injury, and that's also an injury that takes longer to heal from. And the therapy for it, I'm, I'm telling you right now, the therapy is going to kick her ass. Well, the reason is she said un, she's out in death. She said. Oh, definitely, because she's gotten diagnosis that can go anywhere from six months to a year and a half. So Correct. she's not sure Correct. how long she's going to be out. It's all based on number one, how she's healing, and number two, how the, she's doing what therapy. If wow. if they're both progressing oh, at a nice rate, then that means she mm. could be back in less than a year. If there's more complications, then we're looking at more than a year. But I I will say I really liked her on backstage. Like if she's gonna be on backstage, like Samoa Joe being on backstage got on a freaking commentary position. Like, <laughs> I, I I really enjoyed her on backstage this week. Like, they let her be her, which was cool. I've never seen her before on WWE TV. Right. That was cool. <laughs> she's, like, she's she's a personable person. And like, we mentioned Mo Joe, and he's very personal. Yeah. But the yeah. minute that, that bell rings, he's got that character that switches on. By the way, um, for those who, obviously, I, I, I wanted to talk about WWE backstage. I watched this week's show. With CM Punk and everything else. In fact, if you heard the opening of the show, that was CM Punk talking about his view on WWE wrestling. Not just WWE, wrestling in general right now. But um, well, but the whole thing is WWE Stage is a fantastic show. It is a fantastic show. <laughs> it's just on too damn late at night. <laughs> it's on too oh, late. I agree. Well, here's the thing. Why is it on at 1 o'clock Eastern well, time? It's a thing... terrible time slot for Here, a really good show. Here's a question. It's on FS1, right? Yeah. Does everybody get FS1? No. no. And that is my issue right there. I actually have no problem with that. My problem is the time slot. Because I would totally watch this show live because if it was on at like 8 o'clock. Because to I me, totally would watch it. To me, you put an FS1 and not everyone gets it. And you put it in late time slot, which means you're kind of burying it. Now, here's the thing. If you really want this program to succeed, you would find somebody... Uh, Another channel on the Fox thing where basically everyone gets, and you put it at a decent time slot. So if you're wondering why the ratings suck, it's because of what they're doing to it. It's because you can't find it. And here's the thing. Personally, I think Fox is going to say, well, you know what? We tried, it didn't work, and we're killing it. I, and I would feel bad because Renee Young, is it Renee Young's show? 
and she's amazing on it. Like she's absolutely she she's she was made to host this yeah. show. She really was made for it, and I I really really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. Kyle, have you watched the show at all or no? Kyle or Sal, have you the one who actually had a chance to watch? The I show? haven't. It's it's really I, I, the only thing I've seen from it is uh, CM Punk's debut on it. <laughs> and yeah. well, the uh, the clips are on WWE on Fox. On hey, can you hear page. me? And um, I'd say go out of your way to watch the Punk interview from this past week. That's really good. So it's like 11 minutes, and it's really, really good. So The straight shooter? Yeah, it was a really good interview. So, Sal, one more thing. Go for it. Uh, WWE announced their newest podcast, uh, The New Day, Feel the Power. Sure, why not? It works for me. I'll listen to it. I'll tell you a review on it next time. It's probably two weeks when it debuts. I'll tell you how it is. I, like, I'm starting to actually really like Corey Graves' show. I'm starting to really like it because he's realizing I don't need to do gimmicks. I just got to talk to my friends and have some fun. New day. New I'm day. I'm really enjoying his podcast now. So hopefully the new day does the same thing. Does, doesn't it, Xavier have a podcast already besides no. up, up, down, down? YouTube show. YouTube show. That's all he does. Oh, okay. YouTube show. Okay. But um, so that's the news. So Sal, this is the one thing about now doing this show on our own and not being on the network anymore. Sal? Uh-huh. Okay. Just... Now, we have to do this. In post, I'm going to throw it to commercials. All right. Let's get on with things. We have two massive, massive shows to talk about this weekend. Oh, you said double massive. First day rocking, now they hopping. All on the way because they see me. Big, big, large pockets. They start flocking. Here's what I say when they Someone get it right with the music this time. I love the song for Sorry, but this was Ricky by Denzel Curry. I did not like this song at all. Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. So okay. wrong, Ricky. That was the thing that happened. <laughs> Either that or that terrible Poppy song they've been shooting on the show. It's one or the other. No, it's both. Terrible yeah, songs. They're, they're not gonna play Pitbull. <laughs> no, no, no. This is not SummerSlam or WrestleMania. Uh, they don't okay. do Pitbull. All they right. can't afford him for these shows. That's only SummerSlam Mania. Uh, Come on, Fox has got a big budget now. That's why you save it for Mania. <laughs> this is USA Network, though. So, anyway. Um, NXT TakeOver War Games. This is the third annual. <laughs> this should be fun. Um, you'll notice there's only four matches announced because, well, all the damn titles are in the War Games matches. Um, <laughs> you figure that one out, huh? Yeah. So, <laughs> they did announce one more match, which we'll talk about first. They announced it, on the, they announced it right before NXT. Actually, this match for the poll tab at NXT. They didn't realize we need an extra, show for, an extra match at a pay-per-view, so we should put it on the show. We should do that, so... The first match is a number one contendership match for the NXT Championship. The winner of this match will face Adam Cole at Survivor Series for the NXT Championship. That is a strange sentence all by itself. Um, Pete Dunne, Killian Dane, and Damian Priest in a triple threat. Kyle Wall just turn us off his predictions. Go. Uh, I'm going Pete Dunne on this one. I think, you know, Damian Priest... Uh, even with the NXT crowd, still doesn't have enough uh, of a name. Uh, Killian doesn't. He seems like he's still on the way up. I like what he's done so far, but I mean, Dunn, 
uh, versus Cole sounds like a fantastic match that I want to see. So a little bit of that is uh, hopefulness in me, but I also think that Pete Dunne's name carries a little bit more, and uh, maybe him up on the main card uh, will be good for him. So, Pete. What I look at is, first of all, they haven't done anything with Damian Priest as far as a big push. Well, if you, you know, watch the actual show, they've been setting this match up for weeks. Right, so. but I mean, you don't see him getting a big push. Killian Dane kind of pops in and out, and Pete Dunne, Pete Dunne. Dane was in a few with, with, Matt, with Matt Riddle. Like, well, but I mean, out, you know, that's pretty big. out of the three, Pete Dunne is probably getting a, a big push than the other two. Oh, so, I agree. I'm so I would, I would, you know, concur with Kyle. I, I go with Pete Dunne, and I think it's going to be a fantastic match. And do I see title change? Oh, no, no, no. We'll talk uh, about that when we get to Survivor Series. We're not there yet. Well, We're not there yet. Okay. Um, Sal, triple threat. Who wins? I'm a big Pete Dunn fan, so. I'm... Yeah, I think we're all going to agree with this one. Pete Dunn makes the most sense. If you're going to do a heel face matchup, you you kind of got to do this. And besides, it, 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 having Pete Dunn on the Survivor Series card just says a lot to me. <laughs> Would you consider Pete Dunn an anti-hero? Oh, kind of, sort of. I mean, he breaks fingers and everyone loves him. A lot like Marty Scroll was I before mean, he became irrelevant. Kind of like with the Attitude Area. He was like anti-establishment. Yeah, I say anti-hero. anti-hero you know? That's a good way of putting it. Yep. All right, let's get to a match that wasn't supposed to happen, but we're doing it anyway because, well, Johnny Gargano got hurt. So, <laughs> it is Finn Balor taking on Matt Riddle in a one-on-one match. I can't believe this is happening. With or without flip-flops? Um, without, because he takes them off during entrances. Well, there you go. Um, I, I got, okay. I'll start here. This is a match. I'm really looking forward to this. I, I expect Finn to win, but I'm not 100% sure because they don't have Matt Riddle get pinned that often. So I, I'm interested in how this is going to work. I'm going to go Finn Balor because this is his first match and there's a new heel character. That's the only reason I'm saying that. Sal, what do you think? You know what? I was thinking the same thing. Uh, I, I was leaning more towards Matt Riddle. Um, but, yeah, the, it, it, this is his first big match. Oh, as, this is his you first know, match. The, the, he the hasn't had a match guy, yet. So. This is his first match as the heel character. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So, so yeah, I'm going to pick Finn. Um, Kyle? Yeah, yeah, same as well. Um, I, I, because of the Finn reboot character, I think he is going to be stronger with a win. And out of this, I don't see uh, Matt really, Matt really, really lose like underhanded heel moves to get him that win, uh, just to kind of keep everybody looking strong. But, uh, but I expect for it to be a fantastic match as well. I'm really looking forward to this one. I agree. Um, Mark, Dad, how you doing? Okay. Well. I kind of look at the matches that Matt Riddle has had, especially with Keith Lee, and the, those two uh, just tear it up. I mean, it, wow. I mean, the matches they had, with that being said, and Finn coming back to NXT, remember, uh, and I put this in the back of everyone's mind, that you want to reform the belt. Do you correct? really want to? Well, here's the thing. You've been obsessed with this. Here's the thing, right? In NXT, you want a heel stable, right? Do you? But they have one. It's called Undisputed Era. It's called Undisputed Era. But here's the thing. <laughs> Undisputed Era, it's okay, Undisputed Era. <laughs> has been running Russia. So now you want Finn to bring in his people. But if you want a heel faction, why would you do a heel faction versus a heel faction? That makes no sense. That's been done before. But why would you do that? It makes no sense. Because here's the thing. 
You want to basically present Balor and his guys, right? Balor's coming back. What better to reform the type of a Balor club? And what better way to do it is on, on TakeOver. And guess what? They run in, and Finn gets disqualified, and Matt wins the match. Uh, Kyle, this is what we deal with every week. This is what we deal with every week with this. There, there are two constants. Roman wins in the match, and the Balor club is going to happen eventually. This is the two constants every week. I've kind of given up on Roman. So. Okay. We have two war games. Matches. Well, I mean, uh, but I, I think there was something to be said to that, too, with a possible heel rip. Uh, no, I was just going to say real quick, uh, this is one, if they were able to do this the entire weekend, I, I could see this ending in a draw, possibly. True. Valid, 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 valid. Okay, we have two War Games matches. We have the first, we have the women's one. This is the first ever women's War Games match. They found a way to say it's first ever women's again for something else. Um, Give them credit for that. They found a way. Rhea Ripley. <laughs> um, Rhea Ripley. Candice LeRae. Tegan Knox And Mia Yim. And more likely Dakota Kai being on the outside. Versus Shayna Baszler, um, Io Shirai, Bianca Belair, and, and NXT UK Women's Champion Kaylee Ray. Did not expect that one. And um, and of course on the outside would probably be the other, as as um, Becky Lynch called them, the ponies on the outside. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jessamine and, um, and Shafir. Um, I'm not sure where to go with this. Sal, what are your thoughts on the Women's War Games match? Uh, uh, I have no idea. Fair enough. <laughs> Come on, so just flip a coin. It's interesting, though. I like it. Pick a number between one and Sal, ten. where'd you go? You go there? I think he's the same. Hello? Yes? Hello? Okay, go ahead. Your thoughts. The damn rain. Go ahead, go. <laughs> Good. You you said this is hard, and you and you, you stop talking. So go ahead. Oh, you didn't hear. I I said Team Baszler. Team Baszler. Okay, cool. Um, who gets the pin? I'm curious. Who do you think is getting the pin on this thing? Uh, let's go with uh, Mandy's boo, Bianca Belair. Ooh, I like that idea. I like that idea. Um, Kyle, your thoughts. So this is the first women's war games that they've had. They didn't do one last year, if I'm if I'm correct. This is the um, first I'm ever thinking that, <laughs> and uh, very high pedigree people in there. I expect for this to be really good. If I am choosing, I'm going. Um, I think we're gonna get the good guys winning here. Uh, I think Rhea Ripley takes it. I think they're kind of hot on her right now, um, and I think that. Uh, yeah, I think it's the time to give it to her. Uh, but yeah, I expect a lot out of this match, considering the names involved. I, Bianca Belair is great. Io Shirai is just fantastic in her heel role. Uh, heel role, excuse me. <laughs> but I'm just, I am kind of confused how Dakota Kai didn't get on there. But I'm assuming she's going to be held over for Survivor Series the next night. So, um, yeah, I'm counting Rhea Ripley with a win. Yeah, I, I think he did. I, I much as I would love to see Dakota Kai in here, I have no issues with having Mia Yim on here. I may be coming, be crushed on her, so I'm not really going to complain. I'm not going to complain. So, um, that is... I got to go with uh, Chandler's team. Okay. And uh, I see, like uh, Sal said, um, Bianca Belair making the pin. But, uh, but I also see some inner friction happening if that happens because Shane always wants to be on top. Shane always wants to be in the spotlight. You know, the queen of spades. So I see some breakdowns happening within her team if that happens. I'm curious. I know they never addressed this because they never had this problem. 
because usually you know, the Undisputed Era, they have their whole faction in there, so that's not really a problem they have. But what, what is there a rule against having the interference on the outside in a war case match? Like, is Regal going to address this? Because, like, I would say Regal should say something and not let the other women be out there. You know what I mean? Like, that's a personal opinion. You know, not, not have the other horsewomen and even have Dakota out there. So that's just my opinion. Wasn't Regal the one that kind of made a stipulation for war games that there would be three referees? No, that was never a thing. That's okay. never been a thing. I thought maybe that was disgusting. That's disgust. never been a thing, ever. Okay. I, I don't know where you heard that. I, I thought that, that was disgusting. My mistake. So, so I'm going to go with the um, face team as well. I'm going to go Rhea Ripley getting the pin. I think he's going to pin Shayna. And I, I'm going to call right now that Rhea Ripley is going to be the next NXT Women's Champion. And it's going to probably happen. I don't know I don't know when the next takeover is. The next takeover is after Mania weekend. They're going to do it then. Um... This is the problem with them cutting that Rumble Takeover Weekend show. Like cutting that from the schedule, it's kind of throwing off my my thoughts, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm gonna go with Rhea Ripley pinning Shane and end this thing. It's gonna be a fucking crazy. It's gonna be fucking nuts. Um, if you didn't hear Rhea Ripley's interview over on Corey on Corey Gray's podcast, she pretty much openly admits that she's been looking forward to a match because she's been wanting to use weapons in her matches for years. So she's looking forward to this. So huh. <laughs> I'm excited for that. All right. So You all right. do you, boo. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go over to the men's War Games match. It is the Undisputed Era, obviously. Um, the NXT champion, Adam Cole. The NXT Baby. North American championship, Bobby Fish. Oh, sorry, not Bobby Fish. Roderick Strong. And NXT Tag Team Championship, Bobby Fish and Kyle Riley. I don't know why I put that in the right order I did. Um, versus Tommaso Ciampa, Keith Lee, Dominic Kovic, which I'm not going to lie, I'm really excited for them being in this match. Um, but originally it was Matt Riddle. We now have no clue who the, the fourth person is going to be. So my first question is, who is the fourth person? And then who wins this match? Uh, I'll start with Mark. Okay, Holy go. crap. Uh, <laughs> who do I think the first per- fourth, fourth person is going to be? Uh, I love it when I throw wrenches in. Yeah, thank you. It's fun, isn't it? Why? I think my pick. You know, you know. I, I, I think there's a possibility that maybe you can put Killian Dane there. Killian Dane in the number one headers match. I understand that, but there's no rule saying that he can't wrestle through matches. True, true, valid. I I would say Killian Dane would be like the enigma, and that would basically favor uh, Tommaso. Trampa side, so okay. I'm gonna go with that team for the win, and I think I'm gonna go with Keith Lee making the pin. Fair enough. Um, I'll go next, and I'm gonna go with my obvious pick of the Velveteen Dream returning here, and him tagging in this match. Um, unless he's legitimately hurt, I don't think he's legitimately hurt. I think they just are playing up injuries for other things. So I'm gonna go Velveteen Dream being in this match, but I expect Champa to actually get the pin. Because you can't not do Ciampa, um, Goldie. Again, you have to do that. Um, if we, if I'll be very disappointed, by the way, in Chicago, if they don't start a daddy's home champ, I'll be very disappointed in them. So I'll throw that out there right now. Um, Sal, your thoughts. Go. With uh, Team Tommaso Ciampa, uh, I'm thinking he's probably going to get the pin, and Vacant is going to be the fourth man. That's not a thing. That's not a thing. <laughs> Boy, Vicent really gets around to all wrestling organizations, doesn't he? <laughs> oh, man. Do you have a real fourth person? He is the greatest. <laughs> no? Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, I like no. 
Velveteen? Okay, fair enough. Um, Kyle, go ahead. So, uh, I also like Velveteen. I think that's the smart choice. Uh, and I wouldn't see it really probably going any other way. Crowd pops when he comes in and everything. But just to play devil's advocate or to not <laughs> choose the same thing, um, I don't see Leo Rush on the card. Uh, so, I'm going to say oh, maybe him. Uh, I, I think that. that could be an interesting addition. I just think his style could be very interesting um, to the whole thing. Uh, and I'm going to go also with a face win on this one because I think the Undisputed Era is going to do really well on Survivor Series night itself. Um, and I'm going to go with Keith Lee getting the pin there uh, nice. just because I think um, it makes a lot of sense for him to shine in that match and be the last man standing. So, yeah, that's how I'm going for that one. I will say I do always like that WarGames matches are not limiting, so it makes it a lot more fun. Yeah, I mean, it actually makes yes. it a lot more crazy. Oh, hell yeah. So... Well, that is War Games, and that's, that, that is the short card of our two cards here. Let's throw it to one more commercial break, and then we will come back and we'll talk about Survivor Series. Alright, it is WWE Survivor Series. The South State with me, the one time of the year. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 The one time of year where you can eat your turkey and watch them too. Oh, wait, what? Oh, anyway. What? Why do they have to add the word pay-per-view to the graphic? No. Because, because technically, like, why was that new? necessary? Like, it, like you read it, it's like Survivor pay-per-view series. Like, why was that necessary? <laughs> because for those people that aren't getting the network, for the those, those the, the, the network only has like a million five. It's not, it's not um Disney Plus that has like ten thousand people watching at a, at a moment at a moment notice. Not, <laughs> you know what I mean? Not everyone has a Chromecast or a Roku or a Fire Stick, whatever. Or, or, or watch the watch WWE programming. In general, hey, Disney <laughs> Plus. Disney Plus has some great classics like Candles. <laughs> hey, where else can you? So, watch... are you saying that Survivor Series is the return to which mountain of, of <laughs> WWE programming? <laughs> well played, well played. Uh, hey, I think it's it like it took me way too long to find the Dark Green Duck pilot on the frickin' feed. <laughs> it took me way too long to find that. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, the Dark Green Duck pilot enlisted as episode 29 on the Dark Green Duck series. I have no idea why. <laughs> Was that the episode where the guest starring Chip and Dale Rescue wow. Rangers? No, it's okay. Dark Green Dawn's the Duck. It's one of my favorite episodes ever, but it's, it's 29 instead of episode 1. I don't understand it. But anyway. Let's get um, the original Musketeers. Hey, Cubby! Let's not talk about... Sometimes I can go off on rant about it sometimes. Okay. We're going to talk about Survivor Series, even though this is a really weird show. Um, it's Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. I don't know why, but we're doing this. Um, <laughs> um, let's start from the let's start from the bottom to the top. I guess I don't know what's going on here. We'll start with the Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT matches. We'll start with the I will start with the men. The men elimination match for Team Raw in the wonderful red colors. We have Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens, Randy Orton, and Ricochet for Team SmackDown with the wonderful Fox logo on the back of their shirts. Roman Reigns, Mustafa Ali, who got his first name back, Braun Strowman, King Corbin, and Chad Gable. I refuse to call him by his actual name, ring name. Versus Team NXT, because they're too busy with war games, they didn't announce anybody. So I have no clue who's on this team. <laughs> um, Sal, your thoughts? 
five. <laughs> oh. Sal, go ahead. I mean, it's kind of hard to like consider NXT when you don't know who's going to be in the match. I know. I just checked um, Wikipedia again, and they have not announced anything. So. <laughs> okay. So uh, let's go Team SmackDown and uh, Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns being the sole survivors. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, Dad, go ahead. Well, I have my And Livy just said poopies because I said Roman. <laughs> uh... well, wait, huh? Kyle, when he said Livia talking, he's talking about bird. Just, uh, just clarify that. Just, just clarify. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, just that, that's Liddy speaking. Roman okay. Reigns and she said poopy in the background. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go ahead, Dad, go. I think for NXT, the four members you're going to see five. are... Five. Five, I'm sorry. Five. Okay. Let's start. I know I left a lot of people. But... Let's start with uh, Pete Dunne. Okay. Killian Dane. You just love Killian Dane, don't you? Matt Riddle. And, of course, Velveteen Dream. I'll be very disappointed if they don't throw, like, um, Ciampa in here. I'll be very surprised. <laughs> I'm not well, lie. It all depends on how Ciampa's hard. been in the middle yeah. of all this. I'll be surprised if they don't put him in here. And I, I pick... I know this is going to be a uh, like a big shock. I'm going with Team Raw. Ooh. And I'm going with Seth Rollins. And Roman Reigns being the sole survivor? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's going to come down to Roman Reigns and Seth, and Seth gives them the curb stop and oh, wins. Boy, that was funny. That was very funny. I'll thank you. That See, was funny. <laughs> I'm going against Roman Reigns. That's almost as shocking as when I go against Bailey. Um, <laughs> um, Kyle, go ahead. Uh, let's see here. Because I'm a fan of long-term booking, uh, I'm seeing a lot of SmackDown are. wins. Uh, yeah. Uh, last year, you know, we had like Raw sweep everything, or well, I think that's what they wanted to, and then it was a mistake in the pre-show, and I think SmackDown won one out of the matches. Okay, they won the um, pre-show. I remember that happened. Yeah, that's correct. Funny. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And I, I'm thinking uh, because this is uh, we want to get some Fox stuff up, you know, maybe uh, you know bump that up a little bit. I think we're going to go a lot with SmackDown. So I'm seeing Roman probably winning this one over Seth because uh, I have a feeling, and I don't know why. The WrestleMania main event is probably going to be Roman and Seth, um, so I think we Weird. should maybe start some of that here, follow up in Royal Rumble. Um, so yeah, I uh, uh, I don't know what to expect with this one. I usually like these matches quite a bit, and there's a real high pedigree, which is what we have listed here. So you throw in the NXT element if we got like you know Riddle, Chomp on there, something like that. This could be a really great match. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm thinking Roman standing tall at the end of it. My only problem with this in the women's match is going to be the entrances. They're going to be longer than the fucking match because there's so many of them. Oh my god, yeah. So no, what long. you do to bypass it, you just announce the names. But they won't do that. That's the problem. They won't do that. No, that that's <laughs> on them, then. They won't do that. And we're going to have to sit through 25 minutes of entrances for every one of these matches. Um, Wait, are we doing... Did they announce how the match is going to go? Is it going to be like... I don't know. One from each team? Or is it one-on-one? -on -one? You know what? I don't even think they know. Okay. <laughs> I don't think they know. My, my question... You got three teams, but there's four corners to the ring. It makes no sense. None of this makes any sense. Like, I don't understand so, it. So, you know... ring, then. What do you, what do you do with the empty corner? Put the ref Put the there? camera there. Put the camera there. Yeah. <laughs> the Put the camera there. No, Get the, let the cameraman take a bump. A triangle ring. A triangle ring. There you go. Oh, man. Um, I'm going to go team SmackDown. I'm going to go Braun Strowman as the sole survivor because I just don't think they want him to get pinned. I wouldn't be shocked if they had him go after the fucking Fiend when he won with his weird Daniel Bryan Miz thing. I wouldn't be shocked at all. 
Uh, so, I'll go with Banger. Let's go to the women. Team Raw. Char- <laughs> uh, am I missing somebody here? Hey, I'm going to check, check something. I'm missing go somebody. Ahead. I am missing somebody. There we go. They announced somebody, and I didn't know about it. And it's weird. They announced her. It's Charlotte Flair, Natalia, the Kabuki Warriors, Oscar and Kyrie Sane, and Sarah Logan. Did I know that happened until just now? And Team SmackDown. Oh, okay. Sasha Banks, <laughs> Carmella, Dana Brooke, the real Dana Brooke, Sal. The Evans, and Nikki Cross. And Not. Team NXT, because, well, why bother? Nobody's announced. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, start with, I'll start with this one. And I'm going to go with um with Team Raw. And I, I have a weird feeling they're going to have like Charlotte be the sole survivor because she's Charlotte, and that's what they do. Um, that, go ahead. Woo! Okay. I am <sighs> going to go off here, and I'm going to say Team NXT. Okay, fair enough. I like that. Hmm. I they'll, like that. They'll be the wild card in this whole thing. I can see that. I mean, they have a lot. They have enough talent in freaking NXT women. And to do something cool. it's going to be whoever's healthy enough to participate. True. Very true. So you know, NXT. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Kyle, your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go Charlotte as well. That just makes the most sense out of everything. I think we'll probably have maybe a couple members of Team Raw standing at the end. Um, as long as Dakota Kai is included on the NXT roster, there, uh, I think I'll be happy with the match. Um, so, so I just, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> smart man. Uh, yeah, so Charlotte's coming out of this one, I think, as well. I'm just happy Nikki Cross is involved, so I'm happy about that. Oh yeah, yeah. So let Nikki play. Sal, your thoughts? Uh, I was actually gonna say NXT. Um, I like that. Okay. And Lady Vacant is gonna be the sole survivor. <laughs> okay, I really have to explain. Kyle, Sal's obsessed with Vacant winning the titles anytime there's a Vacant champion. If he's obsessed with it, to the point where the Twitter account has liked Sal's tweets. Like, this is a thing that's happened. Like, <laughs> Coming to the ring, <laughs> weighing in at 125 pounds, leave Vacant! That sounds like a character on WoW. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get to the other Raw Backdown NXT matches. These are actually all announced and more fun. We have the mid-card championship match. It is the um, U.S. champion AJ Styles representing Raw, the Intercontinental Champion Shinsuke Nakamura representing SmackDown with Sami Zayn dancing in the background, and representing NXT, the North American Championship uh, from the Spirit Era, Roddy Strong. This is going to be a lot of fun. I, this might be one of the matches I'm most looking forward to of the entire night, and I don't know who I'm going to pick, so I'm going to go last. Kyle, you start. <laughs> Uh, so I'm I'm uh, going to go ahead and make a bold statement here and be proven completely wrong. I'm thinking undisputed era sweeps everything that they're going to have for the evening. Ooh, so I'm going with Roderick okay. Strong on this one. I don't think, yeah, no faith in Shinsuke from the office. Uh, AJ could take a loss and it really doesn't hurt him. So I'm going Roderick Strong pinning Shinsuke uh, for the first undisputed win of the evening. Sal, you know I was I was leaning more towards that as well, where I really think that Undisputed Era is probably going to win all their matches. Uh, you know, they're a very strong faction, and you want to kind of ride that as well. And, you know, it's it would be silly to have him lose. I mean, yeah, AJ can take the loss. It's not going to be a big deal. Shinsuke is like, all right, whatever. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go uh, Roderick Strong as well. I, I, I do love the thought of uh, Roddy actually winning this. I think it would be amazing. I have a weird feeling they're going to give it to AJ. It's just my personal opinion. I'm going to give it to AJ. And they have the whole like the whole OC out there because they're not in anything else tonight. But Roddy makes the most sense. But I'm going to go with AJ. 
I'm going to go with NXT with unbeated. So era. um, Roddy Strong still right. too. And Roddy Strong. And here's the thing. Roddy Strong has had a match with AJ Styles and TNA. Impact. Who? And what? Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. That that faction. <laughs> uh, and this, they did a phenomenal job. They, they tore it up. No, no pun intended. Yeah. So I would love to see a rematch with the two with Roddy coming out on top. Okay. Well, tonight you're going to go with Roddy in this triple threat. That works for me. Yes. All right. Another triple threat. Another one. It just this has been changed. But by the way, they changed this match, and then they gave us a make good on NXT, the reunion show this past week. Um, I say that because if you watch NXT this week, it was a fucking reunion show. It wasn't even a real show. It was a reunion show. But um, <laughs> they, they did a replacement match on NXT this week. It was Undisputed Era, Fish and O'Reilly taking on the Revival. And go out of your way. That was fucking amazing. <laughs> that was fucking incredible. That was, was great. Great wrestling match. So go out of your way to see that. But anyway, this match, representing Raw, it is the Raw Tag Team Champions, the Viking Raiders, representing SmackDown. I think the reason this is here because they want Kofi Kingston on this card. It is the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the New Day, Kofi and Big E. And of course, the Undisputed Era representing NXT, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly. Some still call them Red Dragon. Oh, Sal, you start. the rave i think undisputed era is probably going to win this match and uh yeah yeah i think i think this is actually this match see i'm torn between undisputed era and the viking raiders, the viking raiders don't they only lost like once and that was and the i don't even count it because that was in that weird gauntlet thing in saudi arabia so <laughs> i wouldn't be shocked if they wanted to keep the viking raiders strong and have them win this thing but i could also see them having or much i'm gonna say is have like o'reilly pin kofi and then mm. continue this losing streak of Kofi. So I can see. I, I'm going to go with that. Now go ahead. I am going to go with my boys on Raw the Viking Raiders. Okay. To the prize get, the, get the win <laughs> over Undisputed Era. And here's here's another little caveat. I expect caveat. AOP to make their appearance. Okay. Interesting. Um. Um, by the way, Kyle, just so you know, the, the Viking Raiders, we go back to War Machine being at an ABCW show a couple of years back. So that's why he loves them and gave a shit for wearing a Roman Reigns shirt and a huh. picture with them. Yeah. So let's try to throw that out there. He's like, why don't you, why don't you buy our well, shit? Went wrong. No, I'm just kidding. That is a true story. Yep, true. Um, so, Kyle, your thoughts. Go. <laughs> Uh, same, Undisputed Era, uh, coming out on top on this one. Um, I think this and the Styles-Nakamura-Strong match are probably going to be the two best matches of the evening. Okay, um, I, Viking Raiders versus Undisputed Era is going to be fantastic. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, that's that's who I'm going with. Fair enough. All right, um, the match is actually on the poster. This match is on the poster for this pay-per-view. Um, Becky Lynch, representing Raw, the Raw Women's Champion. She's just, I still can't believe she's holding this belt since Mania. The SmackDown Women's Champion... My girl Bailey, and the NXT Women's Champion, by the way, who now broke the um broke broke Oscar's record for the longest combined reign um in the history of NXT, the NXT Women's Champion Baszler. Um, my my instinct, my instinct is telling me my girl Bailey is going to win this because no one's expecting her to, so I'm going to go with her, and I should not surprise anybody whatsoever that I'm picking Bailey. Um, Kyle, here you go. Uh, I think I might go the same, and my I think she's going to get a pin over. I, I think she's probably going to. I mean, Bailey, heel Bailey is fantastic. I am loving what she is doing. She stepped into the role so, so she's she's doing here. such a great job so with it. Her. She's such a natural heel. 
Um, yeah, <laughs> I can see her getting a pin, being an opportunist, hiding under the ring or something, getting a pin on Becky Lynch after Baszler and Lynch knock each other out or something like that uh, to set up maybe a longer-term feud in the future, uh, maybe for WrestleMania or something with uh, Bailey and Lynch. So I'm going Bailey as well with some sort of underhanded tactic. I'm sitting here wearing a Bailey t-shirt, so that shouldn't really shock anybody. Um, Sal, uh, go ahead. I was thinking the same thing. Uh, you, you know, you want to keep heel Bailey strong. Um, and possibly set up a Bailey Becky Lynch WrestleMania thing. Uh, so sorry, Shayna Baszler. I don't think she's going to win, but uh, I think Bailey. Uh, I'm mostly right now. Shayna Baszler will be coming back into my um, 2020 predictions when we get to our year-end show. So, Dad, go ahead. I'm going to go off the page, and I'm going to say Becky Lynch wins. Okay. Shocker. And, and she basically is a submission over Shayna Baszler. That's interesting. That's actually interesting for future storylines. And That's really interesting. He Bailey has a flipping meltdown in the ring and attacks everybody. That would not be terrible. Actually, that's not a terrible idea. I actually like that. All right, let's get to the title matches. We have three now. Um... The NXT Championship match. It's so weird to say that on a WWE show. Uh, the NXT Championship match. Adam Cole defending. We all predicted Pete Dunne. And I'm I'm just going to assume everyone's going to say Adam Cole's going to retain the title here. I'd be surprised if they do that, don't do this. So, um, Kyle, I'll start with you. Uh, yeah, continuing the streak of Undisputed Era. I think this is going to be a fantastic match. I think they're hopefully they let the boys go long, and I think Cole comes out on top, uh, and then we get uh, kind of. Um, I think this is all if if I'm booking myself a setup for maybe uh, Undisputed Era being a staple continuing on NXT, and when they finally move up to the main roster, I'm thinking that this is just kind of the when they come out and celebrate, you know, a night of just pure wins. So I'm going NXT. I'm just not NXT. Whoever's in NXT wins this match. Yeah, uh, of course. <laughs> Adam Adam Cole is the victor on this one. Sal. <laughs> it's going to be that match where every fall is going to be very close um, but I, yeah, I think Adam Cole is going to come out on top barely but he's going to come I, I obviously I'm going to go Cole to retain the title here um, are you continuing to force him here go no I don't see Cole retaining the title really that's I surprising I don't um, and the reason why I say this is because I know they're kind of high on Undisputed Era. Kind of? They're but, holding all the belts. But <laughs> but you put the pressure on Adam Cole, and he drops the title, and the rest of Undisputed Era basically kind of say, what the fuck? How'd you I, lose? I feel like you said that back in August, too. So, Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't see Cole retaining a set. I really don't. Okay. Well, someone's got to be wrong here, and I'm, I'm probably going to be you on this one. Um, More than likely. Um, WWE Universal Championship now in now in colorful blue. Um, in technical, it's so weird. <laughs> well, it's a magic trick, so it works. Um, the Fiend, Ray Wyatt, defending against Daniel Bryan, who can't decide if he wants to be the Yes Movement or he wants to be the new Daniel Bryan. I don't know what's wrong with him. Apparently, he's deranged. Um, I, <laughs> <laughs> Sal, your thoughts. <laughs> The blue is weird, um, and that's weird coming from me because blue is my favorite color. Um, I mean, if 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 the fiend doesn't win, that's gonna be weird. I don't know. I feel like that's gonna be weird. But now my next question is: 
are we going to have blue lights instead of red lights? That is a good question. I'd love to know. And I would love to know if it's easier to see the match through blue instead of red. Because red to paint a fucking ass to see through. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Dad, you go. You go ahead. I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan. What are you doing weird matches today? Only because <laughs> in his statement, he says Bray and the Fiend are the only person that know what he's going through as far as a mental breakdown. True. So I'm going to go with Daniel, and then he and Bray are going to form a friendship. Well, that's a weird situation. Um, Kyle? Hmm. Or a fiendship, maybe. Ooh, that's even, Ooh, that's even better. I think you did that. Yeah. I think you just named the show. This one is such a weird... There you go. <laughs> <laughs> This one is such a weird match, man. Um, I don't. I see the fiend retaining just because he's been one of the hotter things that they've had for a while. But they've done everything to spite that character that they could since his debut. Um, it doesn't feel right for me to for Brian to walk out with a title right now, unless they're. I mean, you know, I always think of things in the lens of fifty-fifty uh, booking with WWE. Like, well, well, do we have like them do a rematch at Survivor Series, or do we do it at TLC or something like that? So, if Brian gets it, I think it's probably going to be a short retention, and then Fiend gets it back at some point. But I just at this point, um, I'm seeing uh, in, in my mind, I just see Bray uh, still the champion at the end of the match, and I don't know where they're going with this long term. So. My issue with this is you just had a match, two matches, where Seth hit his finishing move 37,000 times, and he couldn't pin Bray Wyatt. So why am I going to believe that Daniel Bryan <laughs> can hit his finishing moves and pin Bray Wyatt? Like, why am I going to believe that? I don't understand yeah. how that's going to work. I, I think Brock Lesnar has more suplexes and well, my, my point is though. But... My point is, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not talking about Brock. We'll get to Brock in a minute. My problem is here is that I just don't believe the Fiend can lose right now. Not after just winning the title. Not after everything that's gone down. He is the most over character on the show. As a matter of fact, people won't look forward to him on SmackDown than anything else right now. Plus, I keep mm-hmm. hearing rumors that they want to do Fiend versus The Miz down the road. And it wouldn't shock me if they did, they did other things. So I'm going to go with the Fiend retaining and see what happens. I have a weird feeling they strapped the Rockets to the team for a reason, and I don't know what the reason is yet, but for a reason. All right, let's get to the WWE Championship match. It is now a no-hold-barred match. It is Brock Lesnar defending against Rey Mysterio because, well, Rey Mysterio is actually fighting his own battles this time. Um, So, I, 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 my gut is telling me one thing, my brain is something completely different. Sal, I know where you stand because I know how much you, for some reason, you can't stand Rey Mysterio. So, Sal, you start. <laughs> um, I mean, I can. I'm torn. I'm. I'm not gonna lie, because I could totally see help, and then Brock Lesnar losing. I could totally see that. You know, even if Kane comes out, um, Fair Kane. <laughs> I, but I, I don't know. I just I don't see them taking the bell off of him at the same time. So. I think for now, I think Lesnar is going to retain, but I mean, it's, 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 it's going to be, you know, Ray's going to get a lot of help, and it's still not going to work. Okay, Kyle. I, I, I'm going to 
going to go with Brock just because anytime Vince does his David and Goliath booking, he seems to forget the, that that story ended with David winning over Goliath. It's always just Goliath retains every time. So um, I'm, I'm curious, though, the no-holds-barred stipulation they put on there, it seems like they're setting something up with that, like a Kane return or, I don't know, Little Ray or something like that getting involved or something. But Dominic, does yeah. no-holds-barred always... is Yeah, yeah Dominic, thank you. Uh, is no-holds-barred always... Is that just... Holds are not barred, or is it an anything goes type thing? I can never they remember with the WWE booking. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, so if Kane gets involved or something like that, I mean, the story could go more interesting because clearly they want to do Kane and Brock again at some point when everybody's 100 percent in the future. So I could see Kane stepping in and maybe um, Brock still retaining over all that and having a story going forward. But uh, this is honestly, this is probably the match I'm looking to for the least. East, and it takes a lot for me to say that about a Rey Mysterio match uh, on the card. So um, hopefully this is starting in early. That's my only thing. <laughs> I guess I think about that. But yeah, Brock retaining. Well, the interesting about this match is that they, it, it's the one that they put the most hype behind. You know what I mean? It's weird. <laughs> this is like the one they're putting over the most mm-hmm. uh, as the main event of the show. But I'll, I'll, I'll throw it to Dad first before I get my pick. Go. Well, with the normal yeah. bird, it kind of puts a little twist on things. It does. Um, I'm going to say Ray. And not only is he going to have help from Dominic. So where we're going is that Dad picked every title that changed hands. I just want to make it out of that. <laughs> and besides Dominic helping him, there's going to be another superstar <laughs> that will make his return and so kind of sweeten the pot <laughs> or cement the deal, however you want to look at it. But I can tell you it's not going to be John Cena. Oh, duh. He's too busy. He's too busy pitching a audible book, apparently. I don't know. That's weird. That's a weird one <laughs> going on right now. The 64th man. So, <laughs> did you see that? Did anybody see this on Raw? Like, half the show was promoted by some like audible book starring John Cena. <laughs> and the only reason that? it's the title, the 64th man, is because she didn't like the 63 previous. Like, I couldn't believe that. I was like, what am I seeing? <laughs> this is so weird. So, anyway. um, Okay. But when, uh, when me and Stal were talking about this during Raw, I went and joking, as a total joke, that I could see Dominic costing the costing Ray the title. Like <laughs> that's a total joke. Throwing in the towel or something. Like I totally see that happening. Okay. Hmm. But uh, now that I have more time to think about it, and I'm giving a serious pick, I'm actually, and you're gonna be shocked by this one. And I know Sal's gonna yell in like two seconds. I'm gonna go Ray winning the title, and <laughs> mainly because. You're what? right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right, um, huh. Kyle. That normally the Dave versus Goliath story is not told right, especially at Survivor Series with Brock Lesnar matches. But we all know how much um, Vince loves Ray. Like, we all know how much he loves him. So, for that reason and that reason alone, I'm going to go with Ray winning the WWE Championship. And that's what we do for now. And that he doesn't hold the belt for long, but he holds it for now. And we go from there. So that would be what, it. What what if this is a big if. It's a big if, yes. Big if, that the big show makes an appearance. That's not happening. That's not gonna happen. Why not? So, it's like it's, I would be like Sal saying Sting's gonna show up. That's not gonna happen. He will <laughs> Hey, it's a possibility. Alright. Well that is that. Sal, I think we're done here. And we this is the longest show we've done in a while. So we should wrap up. <laughs> okay. I'll be sipping my ties, looking back at my life. All right, Sal, what are we closing the show up with? 
This is the new train featuring Skylar Gray, and the song is called My Ties. Well, short and sweet. I like it. My Ties. I like it. Um, not this time. My Ties. That's it for the show. For more information on our show, including where you can hear our show, and I'm telling you right now, the platforms will be getting back to normal soon. Everything's getting back to normal. It's a transition over, over off the network. So. Go to theblakeasthouse.com, our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram page, the very active Instagram page, and comment, leave a rating review. We'll read it on the show in two weeks when we come back from our Thanksgiving break. Sal? Yes, and uh, also we are a part of the Club Kayfabe Creative Community on Facebook. You can go ahead and search for the group in the little search bar right on the top there, and you can interact with uh, fellow podcast hosts and artists and musicians and all that fun stuff. And yeah. So, as I said at the top of the show, we're taking Thanksgiving off. So, happy birthday to Dad, whose birthday is on Thanksgiving Day as well. Yay! So, that's Ooh. that. And as I said, there'll be some hey. over on Point of Retrocast and D5 The Mighty Ducks. And we'll be back in two weeks to um, officially start Christmas season on this show because we don't start in November, we start in December. So, there you go. There you yes. Go. <laughs> Despite the fact that my parents' stations are going to Christmas music, which I'm very pissed about. Um, <laughs> I um, totally agree. B93 in this area and, and the oldest station, they both slipped to all kinds of music already. We're, and then we're both 95.7. We're both just about that around here. So, <laughs> and also, I, I actually want to throw it out that me and Dad will definitely at that show previewing the next MLW Opera Cup card. So that card's turning out to be a very good card. Oh, we'll talk about that. All right. Um, Kyle, get your plugs in. Yes. Yeah, uh, if you're interested in anything I do, i got some Movies by Minute podcasts over at PeleMediaGroup.com. That'd be Ghostbusters Minute, Goonies Minute, Jurassic Park Minute, and the recently finished up uh, Hocus Pocus Minute. And uh, um, I'm not ready to announce the name or any details yet, but we do have uh, something going on for 2020, so we will announce Ooh. that uh, as soon as my partners on that one are ready to do. So stay tuned. It's not a Movies by Minute podcast. So, yeah. Fair enough. Oh, Teaser. Um, social media, you can look for me on Twitter at Kyle Crane and Instagram, the real Kyle Crane. And I pretty much accept everybody over on Facebook. So just look me up. I'm facebook.com slash Kyle Crane. Fair enough. Um, Dad, do your thing. Come on, come on, come on, come on. That's fine. Do your thing. Right. Hey, as always, it's been your pleasure. And please, no matter where you are, no matter where you live, if there's a independent wrestling organization that is nearby, please go to their shows, support their people. These are the young men and women that are going to be the future superstars and you want to make it big in the world of professional wrestling, sports entertainment. So if you give them support and love, they'll give it back to you. And I tell you, you go to these independent shows and these young men and women wrestle their heart out just to please the fans. So please go. And hey, here's something to think about. With all these new wrestling organizations that are out there, I don't know how many people remember... The old territories, but that's what it's getting like. It's coming back to the old territories where we got these different brands. So think about that. That'll be the next thing for us to talk about. Another topic. So, all right. Well, that all being said, Sal, on behalf of Kyle Crane from Paleo Media, very awesome to be here. Thank you, Kyle. I'm Blake. Thank you, Sal. I'm Blake. I'm, I'm Sal. I'm Mark, and hey, as always, peace out. And um, you were with it too, the Blake and South Show. Have a good day, everybody. Happy Turkey Day. Come on, come on, come on.
Thank you so very much. Goodbye, and good night.